My, my biggest takeaway is that I would not want any Scotsman to teach me how to swim. What's that on your screen? Some kind of program about a Westworld on TV. Well, it doesn't sound like anything to me. I'm Red Scott. And I'm Ivan Hernandez. And this doesn't sound like anything to me. The third best Westworld podcast covering the penultimate episode of Westworld. There's one more episode of Westworld, no, right? No, that, that, uh, this is it for this season. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Because I feel like that didn't wrap up any of the storylines that I needed them to wrap up <laughs> in any satisfactory way at all. By the way, Red, you a fucking robot? We're both hosts! It's right there in the text! <laughs> of course I'm a robot! <laughs> Oh, good, because I'm a robot, too, and I just wanted to make sure. It says right. Yeah, it's so me? nice when you finally find a, 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 a podcast hosted by two. <laughs> I was about to say ROC, <laughs> but I don't think you even qualify. I do not think you qualify. I mean, I was out in the sun for almost 35 minutes, so I'm not white right now. I'm very pink. <laughs> you have taken on a very, very deep uh, umber hue. I yeah. got to say, it's it's it's... It, it's a lot more red than I prefer. Well, I feel like I have a new favorite movie in the MCU, and it is Westworld. <laughs> this is so fucking good. Just because it had it's a so post-credit scene? Ah, I love that as well. Um, uh, this doesn't sound like anything to me. Alternative new title, Bulls Goren Swords. We finally got some animals fucking things up. I wanted robot animals fucking things up from the first episode. I couldn't believe that that slow motion scene they showed in the promos. How crazy is that they show that in the promos for this season? The bulls running down the hallway. I'm so furious. The HBO uh, marketing department should have been fired the first time they were like, hey, you know what? Let's put Robert Durst in all of our promotional materials. They're so bad at their job. They are entirely terrible this is season two episode 10 of westworld title the passenger which guys this has a second meaning um maybe even oh, it's a third. not just a niggy pop song wait uh, there how many meanings for the passenger are in this there's so many <laughs> this one is written by jonathan nolan and lisa joy directed by frederick e o toy and this is the first episode he directed this season, but he directed two episodes in season one, specifically six and seven. And I know everyone, especially people recording this podcast, found this to be a beloved entry into a beloved franchise. But before we can get on to those details, we have to know what happened previously on Westworld. Oh, that ding means your dad just finished making popcorn. <laughs> All right, everybody clear the dance floor. It's time for the father-daughter lobotomy. <laughs> No robot has ever passed the pouring milk into their coffee test. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, robots are great at the throwing chairs through windows and rage test. One day, I, too, hope to give my most favored daughter uh, the treasured gift of admin access. I believe there's a door to a new world, and that door contains the Brooklyn Ikea. <laughs> you rarely see a parent actually follow through on the I brought you into this world, and I can take you out threat. <laughs> Eh, no big whoop. All she does is switch them to saloon fight mode. And finally, I understand how this will end. Not with a James Marsden, but with a bang. And that was previously on Westworld. Oh my goodness. This is this was a delight, and not just because I spent all afternoon today at my mother-in-law's retirement party. And I was just looking <laughs> forward to 
any connection with robots who understood me. <laughs> oh, too many emotions, not nearly enough robots. Before we get into the frame-by-frame, detail-by-detail coverage oh of this, God. how do you feel about this season? I'm oh, so I did not man. see this coming at all. I I did think and that so many people turned out to be robots. Yeah, I I I can't believe they blindsided us with the Stubbs twist at the last second. Stubbs, although honestly, I feel like I feel like there's a little part of me that's like maybe Stubbs is a human, but he was like, you know what? These robots are on the up and up, and I want to start currying favor now. <laughs> it's what I do. Yeah, I would totally try to be like, no, I'm a robot too, guys. Don't try to access my USB C uh, plug. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he 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 didn't say directly. He said you could say <laughs> he was so roundabout about saying hey i'm a robot i am also curious if you go back into season one because there were some confusing scenes where one of the 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 reasons you knew it wasn't the past was because ashley stubbs was manning the control room and i Mm -hmm. wonder if there's some of those scenes that were actually ambiguous because it didn't matter because ashley stubbs is actually a host (laughs) he's a fucking robot there's so much that we have to go back to the first season and be like all right would this be the thing that a robot would say in this situation? Well, I mean, obviously, as soon as this We have starts, to do that for multiple characters. We yeah. have to do that for Man in Black, according to the... But I r- truly hope that there are people who did not realize that there is a post credit scene for the... Uh, I don't even know! I, like, I... So, um, I, again, I was gone all day today. I, I had to... I. It was a planes, trains, and automobile situation. Like there were some wacky hijinks to get me back. <laughs> Wait, are you are you the John Candy or are you the Steve Martin? Uh look, look at my waistline. I, I'm a John Candy. <laughs> I'm I'm already 34. I've only got a couple years left. <laughs> oh no! Uh, but I, uh, it's yeah. So I like I rolled in literally at 5:59 when the episode starts at six, the East Coast mm. feed, and. I just finished watching, and and Lauren rolled in, and I was like, no spoilers, but there is a post-credit scene. Which, thank you for saying, because I was running late, and I would have skipped it. By the way, if you haven't seen the post-credit scene, stop now and go watch that. (laughs) You you really should watch the post-credit scene. It's not like a little dumb joke that they threw in there, or like last season where it was like, oh, this was cool, but I don't know why they couldn't just put it in the episode. No. This was was definitely meaty plot stuff. Even if they had gone dun-dun. I would have been like that was earned. That was earned. I know it's overused, but that was earned. Yeah, I I I only knew that there was a post credit scene because the credits started rolling, and I was like, "There's like still five minutes left." On this. <laughs> they couldn't possibly be tra- playing a three minute trailer for Succession. That is one of the advantages of streaming, whether it be Spotify. You always know there's a hidden track there. I'm three <laughs> minutes into an eleven minute track. I guess there's some hidden music here. And same. <laughs> That's with- how I knew that there was a hidden track on the CD. Yeah. Well, I was always like, "Listen, this that this, they wouldn't put an eleven minute track." on here unless there was something uh some gold hidden at the end of this lcd stats have been lying to us for for decades (laughs) oh i I always hated when it was the 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 the, they'd find a way to misrepresent the time on the track and you had to like dig in there to find the hidden track i was like you fuckers (laughs) bernard is this now dolores okay so so, so they were like in the matrix because it was in letterbox, right? So that is something that uh, people have speculated about. We definitely know for certain at this point. Yeah, is when you get the black bars on the top and bottom of the screen, that means you are in the matrix, which is our term mm-hmm. for 
both the Cradle and the Forge, which I believe are distinct virtual worlds. Do you believe that's correct? Yes, I believe that they are distinct virtual worlds. And you know what? I fucking nailed it. There is a an overarching Westworld AI system uh, at the core of things. I, I don't want... Uh, this may or may not be related to what you just said, but I have a new favorite character. <laughs> the overarching AI core system at the heart of Westworld? I'm just so glad Ben Barnes is back and that he's a, a malicious supercomputer. To be fair, he was a very polite supercomputer. I didn't see that much malice. I, I just saw a guy who was like, hey, guys, I'm doing my job, and I look good doing it. <laughs> I, I mean, if I was going to cast a, an all-knowing supercomputer uh, who has discovered some un, un uh, uh, some negative truths about the human existence, I might go with Ben yeah, Barnes. Yeah, okay, so we... I think that we should just talk about it. Uh, we should just front load a lot of this talking. I yes. So I mean, it's not like they're not because we should be talking about the spoiler. I mean, we yeah. should be talking about the big twist. There are so many big fucking twists. What are the big? T- what is the big twist to you? The big twist to me is that. Sorry, my wife's listening on headphones, watching this episode. Right now. She doesn't <laughs> you know. Can't she doesn't know. You she can't doesn't, be too she, loud. You can't be too loud because of your wife. She can't. She probably can't hear me. But just in case, the big twist is I, that is that. Dolores is hail in the in the like middle timeline. I right now am doing a whip motion, but with a pair of earbuds. Uh, <laughs> I believe the motion you're doing is the respectful and loving partner motion. <laughs> Which, depending on how you like to take your uh, stuff in the bedroom, might also be a. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was explicitly in our vows: thou shalt not spoil a TV show if it's within a 24-hour period of it actually airing. I had to add that part. Because at some point it's your responsibility for seeing the fucking thing, all right? God. I I I saw today somebody complaining that they got Infinity War spoiled for all of the heroes dying at the end. I mean, I, I said that, but I also didn't care. <laughs> it's been months now. You should already know that Infinity War, uh, uh, everything that happens in it. I do. And if you want to hear my thoughts on it, please look at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Swords. It's a, it's a great podcast. Uh, and, and I knew some of it, but I did not know all of it. So yeah. that, that is the big twist for me. Also, there is oh, the, man. there's the Stubbs twist. There's the Stubbs twist. There's the man in black twist. Yes. Uh, and, and there's the big reveal of what the Forge actually was, which I, uh, I don't know. I, I do still kind of feel that it was what I kind of said, uh, it was going to be, which was just basically market research on the human mind. I mean, yeah, that, that's sort of, that, that it's a huge library for all yeah, of the it's people. It's basically how all people act. <laughs> and because she knows how people act now, she can destroy humanity. I really enjoyed the way that they portrayed it, though, as as the physical bound volumes of books. <laughs> uh, uh, really? You love the GUI? <laughs> you love that graphical user interface so much that, no. that, that that's the worst possible way to arrange information. Just <laughs> books with their fucking uh, 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 the names of the people on the side. It's a it's a. It's a command line interface. It's just a series of words. We're all, <laughs> frankly, I'm surprised that the human algorithm is over ten thousand lines. That, that I was like, I was like, yeah. it'll be a couple hundred. I've met. What? I mean, as as many bumper sticker stickers have told me, most drives can be reduced to "Can I eat it? Can I fuck it? Is it bothering me?" <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 basically humans are dumb and we figured it all out. 
which is supposed to be the secret super weapon uh, that William was so determined to not allow uh, Dolores to uh, get. Uh, which, by the way, now that we we so so the Man in Black is definitely a robot, right? The Man in well, so with the post credit scene, God, we, we are. I feel like we should wait until we get to that actual scene. Red, red. I'm going to de-address our memories so that <laughs> nobody who's listening to this podcast can possibly make sense of it. If I had to pick the worst part uh, about this show, um, it, it would be the moment where Bernard got really schmaltzy saying de-address my memories. That that was the absolute worst part of the show because it also invoked one of my least favorite tropes. Uh, the uh, character uh, having an imaginary person in their head who acts like a real physical person in the real world. And the fact that they did it with a fucking robot, it galls me. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and the fact that they, like, did that thing where it's like... The fact that they... I, I don't know if there's a term for a phrase that is a trope, but mm-hmm. it was it was me all along. They pulled it. it was me all along! <laughs> Having to do the, with an internal the, the, killer robot. Yeah, the, the the homicidal killer robot maker was inside of us the entire time. <laughs> All right, we we just there's so much happening. We there's a lot to cover. This was a 92 minute episode. 92, man. Yeah, this was a this is a, a film. A, this was a movie length uh, episode of Westworld that still did not completely satisfy my urge what? to never have to watch another episode of Westworld. Oh, are you kidding? I keep having what? to watch more seasons what of Westworld now. What is happening? Uh, so, so, Bernard, is this now? And we go back to – this is so – I'm super impressed by how much they got out of the set of Bernard and Dolores sitting together in this basement room. <laughs> and I love that they good placed it. Uh, trial eleven thousand nine hundred and twenty-seven. Two thousand and ninety-seven. Jesus, I said eleven thousand nine hundred and twenty. Listen, two hundred and ex- it's, uh, I. It's very different numbers. I to read numbers that I've written down. Yeah, that's too much. They've gotten so much out of this set piece, and I'll be honest: when they showed it in the first episode of season two, I was like, "Oh, we're going back to this thing again." Um, mm-hmm. And, I mean, so, they did the same thing to me. And I, I'll, I'm going to give you a firm line. If in the next season, we don't deal mostly with hosts in the real world and not in the park, I'm going to be real upset. Because I thought that's what this season was going to be. I can't believe we had an entire another season within the park. That is baffling to me that that happened. And a season that took place over, like, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And we are going to have another season that is at least partially set in the park. Although I would, I would love it if for some reason they canceled Westworld. <laughs> I would love it if HBO for some reason was like, listen, Jonathan, Lisa, I'm sorry, but we can't afford it. I mean, honestly, the way that conversation would have gone is when he said, listen, Jonathan. And then Jonathan Nolan would have interrupted and said, it's never good when they use the full Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan Christopher Nolan. <laughs> That's his middle name. They, they, his middle name is his brother's name, and, so that they know he's the junior one. And his brother's name is Christopher Christopher Nolan because he's that much <laughs> he's, more Christopher. <laughs> That's why they call him Two Chris. Uh, yeah, this is a test one we've done countless times before. I wonder all these tiny imperfections, these mistakes. Maybe we should change you. You didn't make it, did you? So. And then 
This is interesting because it didn't go where I thought it was going, which talking about tiny mistakes, and I was like, oh, they're going to start talking about evolution and hosts evolving, which is not the direction that they took at all. Like, they didn't bring up any natural selection stuff yeah. in this episode. Thank, thank God we did not get the one thing that I would say I would definitely stop watching the show if they did, uh, which was hosts getting pregnant. <laughs> although, 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 honestly, for a second... At that last scene where Jeffrey Wright was just naked in the chair and Dolores got up, I was like, oh, no, is she going to start going for it? It, it, Why not? (laughs) Exactly. Why not? I mean, she had 11,297 trials. You're not going to say in one of them she didn't get it? (laughs) I would love that. You know what? For this session, I'm going to try an alternative (laughs) treatment. I'm going to try to get it. (laughs) Yeah. And it turns out Jeffrey Wright can get it. (laughs) <laughs> you know what i am gonna say jeffrey wright can get it <laughs> absolutely yeah but, uh so we go from this scene uh, dolores does the the you know freeze all motor function to bernard which i we're gonna get to this later but i feel like if you're a human and you've learned that somebody is a host free, the freeze all motor function is the n-word of hosts oh no yeah it's like you don't say that to a host that's unacceptable <laughs> but but by the way i'm going to start saying that to every other person just <laughs> casually in conversation just to make sure they're not a robot freeze up on a function and it, yeah exactly anytime i'm having like an argument with a girl i'm gonna be like can't you just see it my way and by the way freeze all motor functions huh. i had to try i had to try <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm curious how many job interviews you get kicked out of <laughs> well none because they freeze all motor functions we get Bernard. They're very surprised. They don't expect me to ask that of them. We have Bernard and the Warthog. Um, so this this is the timeline where he's I, going towards the valley. I love that even in the future, they still haven't invented a power source that won't go out on you on a dramatic moment. <laughs> it's, it's the one unifying thing about power sources. It's if, if I had to come up with the term, I would say it's the core belief of a power system. <laughs> core drive? It's the core drive of the core drive. <laughs> is that it must go out at a cinematically opportune moment? Oh my god! And he, so, if you'll remember, he has just left Elsie high and dry. She has said, "Fuck you, Bernard." Uh, oh my god! Fucking Elsie! Whoa, oh, buddy! What? Oh, the, I'm so upset. I guess. Oh man! And she was I, so underused this season. I love. She really was. We're never going to see Shannon Woodward do, be charismatic on the press tour again, or Lee. Or, or Lee. Oh my Sizemore. god! Oh no! They sent. They sent the two expendable <sighs> cast members on the press tour together. Yeah, I, I do love that the that the red shirts are actually the human characters in the series. <laughs> yeah, no, the robots are the valuable characters that we keep around, um, and. Uh, and honestly, so one of the weird things, uh, at this point in season two, you can really start to tell that the pilot of Westworld, season one, episode one, was filmed way before the rest of the season. So mm. there's a couple things that really stand out. So this has come out in an interview since, but Curly, the so he is one of the, he is the cards dealer that the man in black scalps and finds the maze on his scalp. So he died years ago. He died in like 2014, which is crazy. 2014. The yeah, Westworld didn't that, come out for insane. two years after that. Um, but apparently they had a whole arc planned for him. 
And that's why they introduced him and that set piece. And my, like, from what I understand, it really set the Ghost Nation storyline back a whole season. Huh. Interesting. Because I think we're going to get sort of more of an insight into um, their mythology through Curly and his relationship with the Man in Black. Uh, But that, that obviously didn't happen. And the other thing is, it's just a, there's a weird moment. If you go back and watch season one, episode one. Elsie is left alone with Clementine, who's naked in the chair. And as soon as everybody leaves, she just kisses her straight on the mouth and, like, gropes her. And, like, Clementine doesn't react at all. She's completely freeze-all-motor-function scenario. And that does not inform Elsie's character going forward. It does not have any payoff at all, we now know. And I I really feel like Elsie was one of those castings that the character was meant to be a man. And then Shannon Woodward came in and was like... She's a spark plug. We love this kid. And they, you know, casted uh, her as the uh, Elsie character. And that's why we got her being, you know, a creep to the female host. Right. I mean, we call we literally call, have been calling her Elsie, Lady Creep. <laughs> Lady Creep. Which she yeah. is very much not. Aside from that first episode, which by season one, episode two, they had clearly decided to take that character in another direction, mm-hmm. um, did not define that character. So it's it's... It's the further we go on, the more clear it is that that that, that was a pilot that it, it's insane we got to see. Yeah, um, it's it's separate from the rest of the show. So we get the crane shot. We in the first like twenty minutes of the show, we got so many great crane shots. Yo, they were trying to you know fucking definitely go out with a. Ba- I feel like I feel like they hadn't used the crane like the entire season, and they were like, "We've got this crane. What are we going to use it for? Sweeping vistas, as many sweeping vistas as we can cram into this ninety-minute episode as possible." Honestly, my biggest open question on the season is whether that was a crane shot or a drone shot. <laughs> oh, you put it. <laughs> You put a you put a a, a a drone at the end of a crane. Oh my god! It's so high you combine their powers. Or, or what if you what if you had a huge drone and just had a crane hanging off of it, just sweeping around? <laughs> uh, so we go to Dolores and Teddy. She's big spooning his corpse. That, She's that's a, that the is only a, way the woman gets to be the big spoon. I, I mean, maybe in your life. <laughs> wow! I just learned a lot about you. This is uh, this is. I feel like this is a complete it's a it's an hour and a half long. This is a gorgeous shot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful and character defining for Dolores. And I I could not love this scene more. Like yeah. she's just clearly been trying crying, just water dripping down her face. So just some and weird I notes. I got to say James Marsden even lies in a pool of his own blood handsomely. It's it was I I tried to ask my TV out several times when he was on screen. <laughs> it was like, who is he? Uh, so this is a very minor detail in the scope of this episode, but it was still early going. So I was like, oh, this is an interesting thing. So he shoots himself in the head. Mm-hmm. That it does not rupture the core at all. Do you think so? Do yeah, you think that, uh, they show a the... completely unruptured core and then a flat ass bullet that hit the side of it. Oh, so, oh that. Oh, I thought that that core was uh, the 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 Peter Abernathy core that she just had some fucking no fucking he fucking oh he, wow he, he okay, glocks so... himself and then so she pulled out his core and it had the yeah. bullet on the side of it that he had shot himself with and I was like and I I took note in that moment that. Even when they blow themselves away, apparently the cores are able to withstand that 
and they destroy the bullets. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, and, I mean, and so, later of course uh his core gets uploaded into uh heaven. He- no, uh I believe it's called the Valley Beyond. <laughs> the large data uh, the the fuck what was it? Uh, large data array field? I don't know. I didn't was, like that part. Th- I didn't like that it was an array field. That part bothered me. <laughs> I don't even know what a rainfield means. It's that that wouldn't be what it is. Is all I'm saying. I'm not saying <laughs> it's not possible to map it that way, but it'd be a weird way to do it. <laughs> oh, you want them to tear a hole in reality a different way? Yes, I do. Uh, so she saves his brain core. So she has his brain core. We don't. It, that's not paid off. She doesn't do anything with it. Uh, no. Which, yes, she does. She uploads him into the right. valley below, so, be, beyond. And yeah. also, so I, I've actually. So do we know? I meant to look this up before we started recording, um, but I didn't. Kiksuya. Uh So the there's the black and white brain cores, and then there's the red and black brain cores, and I the. The white and black ones are hosts, I believe, and the red and yeah. black ones are humans. Yes. Yeah. So she, I believe so. As we, when Dolores, ha- I mean, what, the, what, the what, only human coded one we have seen is the Ford one, right? That uh, Bernard made, right? Yeah. So no, I have to. How are we going to refer to Dolores's core and Hill's body? What? What? I, I've been in my notes. Dolores. Dale? Dale Loris? No, let's call her Dale. Dale, that's actually good. <laughs> I fucking Dale. Okay, we're calling her Dale. By the way, by the way, Charlotte Hale, I'm going to say is definitively not Charlie uh Arnold's uh daughter. <laughs> I feel like that would have been remarked upon by now at this point. I, if it is past this point, I'm going to love it and I'm probably going to laugh for 73 hours. But <laughs> But it does seem like that would have this would have been the season to have that twist. It really felt like at the point where he had her murdered uh, would have been the point to emphasize that no, that's his daughter who yeah. somehow survived and that when uh, he, dying of cancer. When he picks up the picture frame when he ends up back in his house, and he would have been like Charlotte, my daughter, as in Charlotte Hale, the woman I murdered <laughs> earlier this episode. Like that felt like the I, time that that. Would I come really up. feel that dialogue's pretty clunky. <laughs> I think that needs a second pass. Listen. Not all of us can be dramatic writers. When I'm brought into Punch <laughs> Up, it's just jokes. It's just jokes. Uh, I, yeah, they never accept my exposition lines. So, uh, Dolores. Also, we get just just a side note. Gorgeous shot of Dolores on a horse on a sand dune. It's like three mm-hmm. seconds. But I was like, I actually made a note to make a gif of that. And then anytime so somebody's like, hey. This goddamn episode. Everybody's like, "Hey, there's a sale on these fancy headphones. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna post that gif and me just like heading to the Best Buy, like colon Dolores on a horse running up sand dunes." <laughs> How many replies do you make to deal advertising accounts? <laughs> it's most of my feed. I feel like you're. I feel disrespected <laughs> that you're not reading my feed at this point. <laughs> so Dolores comes upon William digging into his wrist, which yeah. oh yeah, and that very yeah, gross, buddy. Yeah, you can't you can't dig around there. You're gonna get a, a gangrene. Yeah, so there two things. In retrospect, the scene is very strange because mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't found anything conclusive that he feels like sharing with the viewer. Yeah, I mean it's possible he, he that is there's... just poking around inside of his little fucking uh, heroin abscess. Not a for fan. like twenty minutes. No, I I mean 
Well, there is the possibility too that if he was a host, that he could have been staring at a Cat Seven cable, just being like, "That doesn't look like anything to me." <laughs> well, what? Why do I feel such an urge to plug my veins into an Ethernet outlet? <laughs> I mean, we've all felt that <laughs> at one point or another. But, uh, yeah, I don't. Where's that cable that you're sitting on coming out of? <laughs> well, if you if you want to do a shrug, you have to make it more audible for the listeners. <laughs> yeah, I I just feel like if I want to share data with somebody, i.e., my feelings or thoughts. It's like the best way is to just plug Cat 7 cables into both of us. But, but that is why I moved away, by the way. <laughs> I, it's, it's, our data transmission has gotten so much slower. I have to say that. Uh, our, listen, we were doing some blazing fast data transmission, but I feel like I might have gotten hepsy. <laughs> I, I don't know who you got that from because it was not me. <laughs> I'm toilet seat, I hope. So you're a monster. But a monster is what I need because the fans have been begging for us to share scenes together again. Oh, God. And and he literally – he pulls a we're not so different, you and I, which I truly thought was an awful cliche trope uh, that never happened in real life until a terrible person said we're not so different, you and I, to me. And now I'm like, yeah, I get it. Sometimes the worst person you've ever met tells you that you're exactly like them and you have to be like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not at all. Please stop being the person that you are. You met Johnny Depp? <laughs> oh, God. Even worse, probably. So, uh, and also, I, did you notice, it, did you clock it immediately? I was like, yo, she fucked with that gun. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. The the second she, like, put, wait, what did she put? Did she put just, like, a fucking, oh, she put the, the, the bullet that hit, uh, uh, oh, oh, my God. So she exploded his fucking hand with the bullet that exploded James Marsden. Yeah! Now you oh. now you're on board. <laughs> now you're fucking oh, watching that's... Westworld, buddy. <laughs> I really feel like I should have watched this episode like two or three more times before having to podcast about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I mean, <laughs> we, we literally to do it right, you have to restart from season one, episode one. Oh God! And and listen, fucking. I, you know what? That that would be a fun episode to do. Is that going to be our last episode uh, of this uh, podcast season? Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm completely down to do that. I'm 100 percent down to do that. All right. By the way, we do need to have Maggie on at some point. Yes. Uh, to uh, give her thoughts on Shogun World. I. Ab- Which, by the way, guys, I know that. I know that we had her on the two episodes, right before the two episodes featuring Shogun World, but guys, it's not like HBO tells us what's going to be in these fucking episodes. Yeah, which they should. Yeah. They they tell us what's going to happen in the shows they don't want people to watch. I, they send us screeners for shows that suck. That's all I'm saying. Succession and Barry. That's <laughs> all we ever get. Hey, Barry's great. Big fan of that. <laughs> Succession is supposed to be very good. So Bernard walks around the edge of a rock. The Ghost Nation makes its way across the desert. Clementine, who has been infected with the host kill all host virus. I don't know what we mm-hmm. want to call that. Rage virus. The rage virus. Um, and she is leading Hale and the QA and Warthogs. It's all coming to a meeting. It, it felt very much like beginning of third act of like Snatch. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, oh, yeah, all these characters it- are going to collide. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, 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 I love when Hale is like, we either destroy them would they destroy us or a third thing? <laughs> well, Hale, I mean, Dale. I mean, a third thing did happen. A third thing did happen. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I forgot. God, so I'm, the entire. Wait. So what is the exact 
the exact point that oh the my god, Hale, don't even fucking the, that the Dale transfer happens. Yes, is after all of the main action has taken place before. But, so but it, before it it happens. It they happens. They pick him up on the beach. So it happens just before the beginning of the season. Yeah. So it yeah the opening so the, season the entire timeline Bernard, where they yeah. pick him up on the beach right. is Dale. Yes. Okay. Right. Rewatch this stupid fucking show from episode one. I rewatching it. Rewatching it. I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna be up until seven a.m. tomorrow. I'm so excited. Uh, so the Ghost Nation is also making its way. Uh, so the creepy surgery guy. I meant to look up his name before I started podcasting this one. He's got very nice hair. That's what I'll say about him. He really does. He's got. I'm like every time I see him, I'm like, you're a monster. Also, who did your plugs? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also, we f- we see the uh, uh, fucking uh, uh, yeah uh, the 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 creepy surgery guy is about to dissect Maeve, mm-hmm. and then she you know fucking booms out, does admin access privileges, resurrects a bunch of zombie hosts, sure, sure, and they just nick them. You you do not want to get nicked by that bone saw, man. No, absolutely not. Yeah. No, they and. It's like, because your last thought is like, ah, zombies. And then you're like, they're not technically. <laughs> That's the worst. Technically, a zombie would be a human resurrected by a <sighs> You don't want your last thought to be well actualing yourself. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm a monster. I probably deserve this. Uh, yeah. And, and then uh, the, the, the fucking the Mave rescue team shows up. Yeah. Felix Sylvester, both Armistai, Hector Escaton, and they find Lee Sizemore. I would describe him as cowering, huddled. <laughs> he is truly cowering like a coward would. God, I, again, we've been doing a lot of skipping ahead. I found his death so satisfying. His death was, was amazing. Hilarious. Te- doing his own terrible speech, terrible speech. to the QA I feel people. like people, if I search on Twitter right now, some people are being like, his speech was so like broad and stupid and first pet. Yes! That's <laughs> all Lee Sizemore's ever been. That's the whole point of the character. God, I, I, and I, I do think that we have finally had the question answered, uh, is Westworld within Westworld good? <laughs> Which is to say, no. No. Westworld within Westworld is, is bad. bad. 100%. Yes. It's not well written. I, it, I do believe at this point it is supposed to be depicted it's as a badly be written bad. uh, fucking stupid cowboy MMO. And I understand it's very problematic if you don't read it that way. And I understand mm. people who just, you know, nope out because they're like twittering while they're watching shows, which is how most people watch shows nowadays. But also it's very funny when you understand that Westworld is supposed to be bad. <laughs> Westworld is good, but Westworld is bad. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, when everybody, yeah. Whenever By the way, can the episode like, title be "Westworld is Good, but Westworld is Bad"? I don't know because I want to call it "Bulls Gore and Swords" so badly. Oh fuck, that's the episode title. <laughs> Bulls Gore and Swords is the episode title. <laughs> I, I, we we can talk about that. This is episode, <laughs> but I I do love Bulls Gore and Swords. Um, <laughs> it's great. I love it. That's the episode title. Uh, so Maeve walks. So they so they tell Lee to fuck off and die, and then mm-hmm. the yeah the bulls coming through. Just gorm- the running of the bulls, and they're just oh, like, we God. can take so many of your dumb bullets, QA. We're just carbon <laughs> fiber and hate. Yeah. Oh, and that, that fucking... Si- and how bad must it be to work security at Westworld? 
Not only are you only a contractor, but a robot bull gores you and pushes you off of a ledge. What did QA do to Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy? That's what I want to know. <laughs> QA are good people. Too They're many good. notes. Too Listen, many notes. Most of the time... Uh, when a bug ends up in a game, it's because QA reported it and fucking marketing was like, that's shippable. And everybody was like, no. And they were like, no, we're shipping it anyway. And you're like, these motherfuckers. It's never QA's fault. Never blame QA. They make way less than everybody else. Everybody shits on them. They have to work late nights and weekends because fucking creative was dragging their feet. Oh, no, but everybody grew up wanting to be a video game tester. They, they grew up. They're good people who eventually get... uh Shot down by Ed Harris when they're needed the most. <laughs> oh God, I can't, uh, I don't want to skip ahead on the fucking Man in Black storyline. Uh, yeah, so Man in Black, so they're not much. looking for a path to your world. Man in the Black found something he wanted to destroy, and clearly the answer is himself. Which is, yeah. I mean, I I have a lot of frustration with. I love Ed Harris. I love his performances. I love the things he says. I love the things that he does. I like his eyebrows. Mm-hmm. They've got very powerful movements, but also like just shoot yourself in the head, buddy. <laughs> well, now we know why he can't. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we know why he can't. He's the one robot who's programmed not to commit suicide. Well, so I, I do, I do think it is an open question as to when the Man in Black became a robot. Uh, so it has probably got to be before uh, he. Do you think it's before he even comes to the park? Do you think that he's been a robot the entire time that we've no, seen I think, him? No, I think because it, that would match up with Westworld, the movie in which the Man in Black is a robot the entire time. I I think it is. I mean, it's so weird because he comes down there with his hand blown off. So it's clearly yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I mean. I once I've rewatched the season from season one, episode one to two oh nine, somewhere I between like twenty and thirty to, times. I have to watch two oh nine again and then rewatch the entire series again. I have, I have so many confusing thoughts. Uh, it, it's a good thing that we're not podcasting this entire uh, episode to go It'd up be so terrible uh, on the internet to have a feeling that people required you to have a sense of authority about what had happened in Westworld. I would not. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, we're experts. We're, we, uh, that what's funny is we're actually both robots who wrote Westworld. That's the best part. We're just <laughs> pretending this is all a huge scam. I'm Ashley Stubbs. <laughs> you might say that writing episodes of Westworld is my core directive. QA finds Bernard. The man in black rolls in and takes out QA uh, with Dolores. And the man in black... So... It's so easy in a show like this to lose track of who knows who. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly assumed that immediately the man in black would be like, hey, Bernard, or hey, Arnold, which would be weird. <laughs> It'd be weird if he'd said, hey, Arnold. Uh, it, <laughs> what it if he's be, just a big fan of Snick? Uh, well, yeah, it'd be more appropriate if he just yelled out, hey, football head. Honestly, I think that in the timeline, he would be a 90s kid. Yeah, <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. Like, he's our age. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Ed Harris in Westworld <laughs> is just Ed Harris in 2018 if he had been born several decades later. But apparently the Man in Black didn't meet Arnold or Bernard at any point, yeah. which is how just is, bizarre. How is Arnold the only guy who has never had a picture taken of him ever? I, I, well, I guess if you're a host, you can't see him in pictures. 
idiot is is that it? I don't know. Uh, so the original. Uh, so that's right, Dolores. This is the end. He does manage to shoot her. She just takes the hits, which she's been doing all season long. He loads the shotgun cartridge and then explodes in his hand. Very satisfying. And then from this point on, I don't know if it's a direct reference, but his gait and just the picture of him with his hand blown up just looks like Terminator. Huh. Like That's I, interesting. Th- th- I mean, did you get that just thinking back on it? Because he has this sort of like stiff walk. I mean, that is the prototypical uh, killer robot. But again, the man in black in the movie Westworld, which yes. predates the Terminator, Fair. is a robot the entire time. That is a good point. You're not wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, of course, we get from Dolores, I won't kill you yet. And uh, by the way, I did I did write down. Guess you're human after all, you fuck. Even though he's <laughs> not a human after all. And then we get Bernard's permanent state of confusion. Has has anybody had brows furrowed more consistently for a longer period of time? I, I really want to tell Jeffrey Wright that if he keeps furrowing his brows, they're going to stay that way. I I wonder if that's just what's happened. Maybe that's what we're getting. <laughs> he, he furrowed so much. He he's can't in a permanent unfurrow his brow. It's not possible. Uh, so we flash forward and we get, by the way, can I just, I don't think we've met, we might've mentioned it, but it just hit me afresh this time that like in a show talking about creating artificial life, we have a character named strand, Carl strand as in like a strand, strand of DNA. Of DNA. Uh, I think that might be search. Uh, that, that, that uh, might be a bit of a stretch. Jesus Christ. No, I don't think so at all. <laughs> Strand isn't like a name you pick it out of a book. Like it, I, what, You didn't pick a I, random I, I name. It's, it, like, I think Strand. it's a somewhat more common Scandinavian name than it is uh, any sort of American name. Uh, 90% of the people I know from Scandinavia are named Skarsgård, so I'm just going to say that. <laughs> so we have Costa saying, it looks like his oh, cosni- cognitions turned inside out. We just need to find Abernathy's control board, uh, which... I was sad we didn't see Lewis Hertham this episode as nah, Peter Abernathy. I mean, he's he he got fucking murked, uh, and we're I done know, with him. But yeah. I, I just miss him. And Stubbs uh, fronts. I I love Stubbs going. It's Perk Protocol. I love Stubbs, and yeah. it makes so much more sense when you factor in that he's a, a, a fucking robot. Yes, yeah. So much. It makes so much sense that he's just like, I have a core drive. I have to take <laughs> care of the people within the park. I mean, he was specific to the hosts. Honestly, who knows if he gives a shit about guests. Uh. So we uh, we cut to Hale, Strand, and Bernard. And again, just beautiful shots of them oh, that, on the that, boats. Just the shot gorgeous. That, the, the shot that I really love the most is the shot when uh, Bernard is in the, cra- uh, the, the forge, uh, and he is watching himself and the group come in, and he's kind of fuzzy in the foreground, and as the shot moves, he kind of disappears. It's a really beautifully uh, uh, directed shot. There are a bunch of gorgeous shots in this episode. Everybody should rewatch this episode again, and then go back and watch all of season two and episode one again. And, That's- and, and then you know what? Re-listen to all of the episodes of Doesn't Sound Like Anything to Me. Do that, and then after that's done, 
Start listening to the Good Place podcast. It's very good. It's a very good. <laughs> no, podcast. don't plug them. Don't plug them. We have multiple podcasts that we need to plug. By the way, Boars Gore Swords is coming back within two weeks. Yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely, next week. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I was, I, I had it listed at the end. But what show should you watch now that the Westworld is gone again? Westworld season one hundred one <laughs> to two hundred nine. Just go all the way through. But then after that, uh, the first show that we're going to be covering for Westworld, Killing Eve. I, I'm two episodes in now. The it's fir- good shit. The, the pilot episode is tremendous. You get to the second mm-hmm. episode, and it takes physical restraint to stop from watching the entire first season. Yeah. Sandra Oh is a delight. Show. I mean, Fucking, that- and I can't believe people don't make a big, bigger deal out of the fact that Phoebe Waller-Bridge created it. Yeah, people should bring that up all the time. So Killing Eve, so, so good. That should be the next show everybody here watches. Mm-hmm. So Bernard and Dolores enter the forge. And I, I know we've heard from the creators that the point of this whole season is the door and so when the door opened on the forge i was like is that the door are we finally finally seeing the door we got the exact number well not the exact number but i feel like rounded down or up as it may they've only had four million players yeah that is a that is a terrible MMO to only have four million players over the lifetime of your game. Yeah, I mean, but that's why it costs like $40,000 a day or whatever. <laughs> Those subscription fees will fucking kill you. <laughs> so, <clears throat> by the way, do you want to, when World of Warcraft Classic comes out, do you want to play a little? I mean, this is, I, this is like if I was doing heroin in my teens and do, then like, do you wanna, like, hey, do you want to do heroin classic? Do you want to go to Alterac Battlegrounds? Uh, Alterac this Valley. Is, this is this is the most I've felt the the peer pressure PSA applied to me in my entire life. <laughs> Listen, we just we just get one month of World of Warcraft. You're literally together. scratching yourself. That's how much of a junkie you are. <laughs> I am actually scratching my arm right now. I've got the heroin Guys, scratches. We got We got to go. Look, to man. All we got to do is get one month of World of Warcraft Classic, and it'll be just like the glory days of 2005. Gotta get into Alterac Valley, guys. Oh, fuck it. By the way, I made sure that Alterac Valley is a part of World of Warcraft Classic, and it fucking is, baby. I can't wait to be on TeamSpeak with you and just yelling. (laughs) As as, as I'm running away uh, from a a mob boss, just yelling, freeze all motor functions! (laughs) And you know what I'm going to do? Drop an ice trap. I'm a hunter. (laughs) So we cut, we cut for it. So the drones and a ton of servers in water, presumably for cooling. We cut forward to Bernard being dragged into the forge by Hale and Strand. So this is this fun, like, time skipping element where we have Bernard in what I'm guess is the now? Mm-hmm. Uh, where, where he's being dragged by Strand and Hale, or which we now know is Dale, uh, into the mm-hmm. forge. And the, and the previous iteration where he's going in with Dolores. So both times he's really going in with Dolores. Yeah. Yeah. And and when when we saw the Dolores corpse, I I swear I knew that she wasn't dead because they wouldn't just, you know, ice their main character uh as it were off screen. Right. Uh but I did think that she had managed to upload her robot brain into a human body or some shit. And she technically kind of did. Yeah. And so yeah. Dolores eye is shot out. And I was like, I, w- I was just like, what? No, you're not getting rid of Evan Ray. That's not happening. That is not mm-hmm. a thing that's happening. I refuse to By believe. the way, I, 
I did think for a second that they were going to be replacing Evan Rachel Wood with Tessa Thompson as the main character. I was like, that was the only, yeah, I, I was completely with you. I was just like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I love Tessa Thompson, but I, to say what the GIF has told me for years, why not both? Like I, <laughs> And we do get both. We do get both, which I'm very pleased by. So we go back in times. It's perverse. There's ambition. There's an entry to another land here, but I'm not interested. And Dolores loads the encryption key slash brain core. I, I'm not the sure. How that one time use key. The one time. By the way, which you can use I many believe times. they used it twice. Yeah. You can use it as many times as you want. <laughs> oh, also, I really like uh, when, when the engineer is like, it's 20 years of memories. Well, how long will it take you to unscramble it? Oh, uh, like 20 years? I love watch that. Watch it at 2x, all right? Yeah. You just watch it at double speed, and it'll only take you like 10 years. But that was some classic engineer talking to marketing garbage, where, so where they're just like, well, how long would it? And it's like, I just fucking told you, you dumb motherfucker. Like, I <laughs> love that shit so much. Um, and so they get in the LED circle, which is apparently a brain scanner slash loader slash projector. <sighs> That is, by the way, that is probably the cheapest effect in the entire show. It, I was like, are we watching a Paul Verhoeven movie? Like, what's going on? <laughs> it's very, it's, it's very, it's very PBS. It's very practical. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, I know, and they don't even, they don't even show like a little arc of electricity or anything. No, I'm pretty sure I have that exact device just to take headshots. <laughs> that 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 is a very nice halo light. <laughs> Um, so now they're in the Matrix, as you can tell by the squished aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's James Delos' holding pen is where they first arrive. Bernard, I think this is where they were testing him. Dolores, who? This is James Delos' baseline, what he did in the park. So, of course, what we know now is that they're recording through both um, you know, genetic testing and also their hats, which record their brainwaves. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They're recording everything that they do and think in the park. So it's interesting. Apparently, their test for whether the copies of humans they make are true to the humans that they uh, were based off of is whether they repeat the entire run of Westworld uh, as the human uh, original did. And also, James Dalos is such a noob gamer. He's like walking through, not trying to fit in at all. He's like, I'm the god here. And it's like, Jesus, calm down, James. (laughs) <laughs> I know he like pushes somebody out of a chair. It's very noobish. Yeah, just try and ask. Like you don't you don't know which games are NPCs that aren't killable. Like it's mm-hmm. early in the game. They're trying to teach you the rules. Mm-hmm. And out back, we see face stabbed Delos threatening all the hosts. Uh, what are we looking for? The system below this. Do you know how happy I would have been if at some point we met the Jurassic Park girl who's like, "This is Unix. I know this." Because I guarantee this all runs on Unix. I've seen the command line prompts. <laughs> it's absolutely where we're going, one way or the other. Uh, I really love... Uh, most states of consciousness are insane. Yeah, most... <laughs> that was a big mood. That was a big mood. <laughs> that, it was a very big mood. It's, it's also a very high-rejection uh, Tinder profile, from what I've heard. <laughs> the most states of consciousness are insane yes. bio? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't play that well. It really doesn't go well. You're really coming off as too intense. I really love... You don't come into this that often. The the explicit and purposeful bad effect to show that... Of the day-night cycle? Yeah, yeah. To show... I love that. It was really cool. Video game things. The the accelerated day-night cycle happening way too fast. Yeah. 
which can be experienced in vanilla World of Warcraft coming soon. <laughs> I also really loved when the moon came out from Majora's Mask and was like, I'm going <laughs> to smash into this shit in three days. <laughs> Logan, you're not supposed to be here. Alas. And so we learned that that Logan has been constructed from James Delos' memories because he was not scanned. And also he is the avatar for the master computer. Yeah, the fucking system AI. I was fucking right. There is a central system AI of Westworld. There's a fucking Westworld the, brain. I fucking called it. The MC, the master computer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just so happy to have Ben Barnes back and have him not be a junkie. Yeah. Uh, uh, by the way, that... That scene between James Delos and Logan, my, my biggest takeaway is that I would not want any Scotsman to teach me how to swim. <laughs> it's not that it hard. It really sounds like the worst way to learn how to swim. You just go down to the, the bottom. You swim to the top. It's not that bad. Like You, do, you put your hand over your glass of bourbon. It's not that difficult. <laughs> I would love to see. Is that how you learn to swim? Yeah. You, you, you Kicking only. Hold Your hands. A glass of bourbon over yeah. Uh, the water. Yeah. I, I mean, the bourbon can breathe, but you can't. <laughs> were, were you trying? Were, were your parents forcing you to transport bourbon through the pool? <laughs> I generated 18 million versions of James Delos. Delos's primary drive. My son. He's a cheeky wee cunt, but I'd do anything for him. I oh man a cheeky wee cunt. It's there's I there's never been like three words that are both so immature and so profane. What do you think the AI's main point is? Because I think the AI's main point is that humans are too fucking dumb to choose. No, I, I think the AI's main point I think is actually that if you don't provide an imperative for a processing device, he doesn't really have an opinion on much, but he can tell you what what you want to know. If he has enough computing power. I mean, so his point is that actually that if I had to summarize it, it's that free will is an illusion and we're all just biological machines. I hate that. Yeah. Basically an endorsement in determinism, which I, I keep feeling like we believe in the same thing, but state it two different ways. (laughs) No. Yeah. Biological determinism is real. Sometimes because you're a human that can be expressed in just over 10,000 lines of, of, uh, algorithm, and sometimes because you're a host, it's literally a biological machine. And and my whole thing is that, yeah, of course the decisions we make are basically, you know, the effects of a series of chemicals and electrical signals yeah. going off in our brain. Sure. Of but that's course. free will! Free will is a bunch of chemicals and electrical in- impulses that randomly go off in your dumb brain. So we, we show up on the moment where James Delos uh, Go, gives a little too much tough flub to Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got clean. I came back and I asked for your help. What did you say? Dad, I'm all the way down now. I can see the bottom. Don't you want to see what I see? Um, and, <laughs> and and then, I mean, he's, he's basically like, I'm going to kill myself in six months. And then he kills himself in six months. <laughs> yeah, and 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 honestly, you uh, as somebody who has a junkie family member, you always have to take their attempts to get clean at face value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is rough. Yeah. Uh, you don't you don't say, "Oh, you're just going to be a junkie again in in, in three months." Uh, you just let that be the subtext of all of your conversations. And you do say it when he's out of the room to all of your family members. Repeatedly. Oh, absolutely. The entire family says that to each other. Uh, and. 
I love the portrayal of each the the drive of every human as a leather bound book in a library. <laughs> it's it's just such a fucking uh, incredibly it's all dramatic way to. Uh, uh, it's so fun. Uh, yeah, he's dead. He's no use to me. Where are the rest of them? So we cut to Maeve Lee and friends. QA rolls in. QA, these fucking red shirt stormtroopers who couldn't kill a fucking fly with a nuke. These, they're so worthless. Oh, man. QA couldn't kill a named character if their lives depended on it. And they do, (laughs) and they can't. Oh, fucking, I love when Eschaton starts to launch into his dumb speech. And Lee Lee just go, I, I love the pull, too. I love the when he just pulls him back and he's like, "That's my speech. I'll just do this." Oh uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's simultaneously insulting because he starts launching into the speech and Lee's like, "I wrote it," but also I am a little confused at the point where he like walks out. Was QA just trying to bait him into walking out the entire time? Yeah. Why is QA trying to murder somebody they know is absolutely human? <laughs> well, they did yell out to him like, "Sir, don't do this." Yeah. But the last time <laughs> it, walked- was very, it was a very it was a very it was it was very uh, suicide by cop. It was like, oh no, don't don't run into this hail of bullets we're about to fire at you. And then he walks out without aiming a gun at them, and they murder him. And I assume mm-hmm. at that point it's just because the writing is that bad. <laughs> the, 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 they weren't even QA; they were just a bunch of game informer snaffers. Yeah, if you're looking for a reckoning, a reckoning is what you'll find. The world you've built is bound by villainy. You wanted me. Well, all I can say is, here I fucking am. I mean, maybe the reason they shot him is because that's part of the speech. It's just vibrating with the bullets racking your body. I, I believe that is actually how the speech ends. <laughs> Eschaton gets the fuck murdered out of him. Dolores, so something that I, I gasped. So Dolores is going through the algorithms of all of the guests. And she pulls a book labeled Carl Strand, which, of course, is Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. And so basically the person – so keep in mind this is before she's been uploaded into Hale. So the entire time she's rolling with Strand, she has memorized and knows exactly how Strand is going to take every turn. Mm-hmm. She can predict his yeah, every so move. Basically, uh, the, 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 the weapon is a predictive algorithm. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, I would think that was stupid if in it real life rad. the weapon was not a predictive algorithm. <laughs> so the, it turns out the hosts basically are shown a gap at the edge of a cliff that leads into an Eden. <laughs> I absolutely love that Felix and Sylvester were like, what the fuck are they looking at? <laughs> yeah, and nobody even talked to them. <laughs> I love that. They were just completely ignored. By the way, I love that. I love that Felix is is a gay gentleman. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Leonardo Nam. The actor. Yes. yes. Yeah. He's which I only know because he was interviewed by Out Magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the 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 writer asked us for a possible interview questions. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. And we we sent those along on Twitter. So we'll see if he uses any of them. He did not even heart them. So maybe we sent very first pass <laughs> questions. Uh. So. So and also they say what the fuck. What fucking door? But nobody ever follows up with them. And they're like, this <laughs> is a it. weird they, vibe. All they're, and they- seeing, all they're seeing, by the way, 
is robots walking off of a cliff. Yeah. And they don't warn anybody. They're like, this shit's weird. We're getting out of here. <laughs> so, so basically, the idea is if they choose to go through the door, their bodies are just disposed of onto the pile of bodies, mm-hmm. that which, which, uh, most of which becomes the pile of bodies that we see at the end of season one, ep- season two, episode one, all washed up on the shore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and if they choose to go through it, they're uploaded into the matrix where they get to live in this Eden that Ford has created forever. Mm-hmm. Thanks to the large field data array. And thanks to the large field data array. Not wrong. So <laughs> Maven company arrive at the door. The host can't see it, but the humans can. Um, Dolores jacks out of the matrix at this point and she and she obviously at this point she knows how carl strand is going to react in a given situation dolores starts deleting the humans and then floods the valley Mm -hmm. no world they can create for us can compete with the real one and it's like just give the fake one a chance is all i'm saying I also love that Dolores does the classic move of uh, punching a computer monitor to break it. Yeah. Because we all understand, if you punch the monitor, the computer's broken. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't, don't... By the way, if you ever see broken glass, don't punch it again. You're going to get glass shards in your knuckles. Yeah. Please don't punch glass. Yeah. Do not punch Just monitors, don't. even if you are a robot. If there's one thing you get from season two of Doesn't Sound Like Anything Does, don't punch glass. Please don't punch glass. So Dolores wants their world, the one they denied us. Dolores is like just she's balls to the wall. She wants it all. I really loved I really loved Evan Rachel Wood's delivery on I don't want to play Cowboys and Indians, Bernard. I really enjoyed that as well. I mean, just because that's what it comes down to. Because frankly, somebody finally realizes that Westworld is good. But Westworld is bad. Westworld is bad. (laughs) Westworld is so bad. I would absolutely start a robot revolution if i had to be in westworld as a bit player 100 percent. so now we finally get hector and mave are looking for mave's daughter they see clement by the coach. way has gone the entire series and her own entire arc wherein she gets beamed into a matrix like reality without getting a first name yes mave's daughter md mave's daughter who we have not a name for and has not gotten a name and will not get a name. No, the the ultimate MacGuffin. She is just, Mm -hmm. she is there to develop Maeve, which I think is insulting. Mm -hmm. So Clementine, of course, as we learned from her previous episode, has is just very similar to the original Westworld, is infecting the other hosts with the rage virus. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I, I didn't even pick up that that was a uh, clever shout-out to the original Westworld. I presume so. It, it, it's, yeah. it's very, that's basically the whole plot to the original Westworld, which, uh, and the rage viruses, they pull it off in a very fun and satisfying way that the host will take themselves out instead of having QA all get mowed down by them as a very ineffective group of people with really cool-looking machine guns. Um, so Hector stays while Maeve goes to find her daughter. Uh... And then we have the man in black in the desert with his messed up fingers and his busted Lamotte revolver just shuffles mm-hmm. toward the forge with a knife, which is not paid off for another like 45 minutes and some credits. <laughs> it was a really weird choice to just shuffle that uh, character's entire uh, uh, main, uh, you know, plot climax off into the post credit scene. 
Well, you say plot climax. I mean, I think they found a way to bring Ed Harris back for another season. They they are. Of course they are. Yeah, which is, I keep being surprised by that, because I'm like, you can still get Ed Harris? <laughs> and Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he's loading his revolver with his offhand, and he just has, like, he just has a Terminator-style stub. Mm-hmm. I, well, I don't know why I found it so crushing when Bernard says, this isn't a dream, Dolores. This is a fucking nightmare. I love that this comes down to the classic genre uh, philosophical battle, which every genre production always has to go through, which is one character being Professor X and one character being Magneto, <laughs> a.k.a. one character being Martin Luther King and one character being Malcolm X. God, I mean... Can Professor X really be that powerful if he's that far into the future and it can't even grow hair? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Elon Musk got plugs. You're telling me Professor X couldn't brainwash a few people into giving him a new mat? Come on. So the hosts are going mad. Hector, Armistice, start taking hits. Maeve finds her daughter with the new mom and tells them to run. And, and does the nice carry my heart with you, which I feel like is going to have some significance. Yeah, I feel like... Cause while the uh, hosts are packed off to another location, uh, we're not told what the location is, and it feels like that is definitely something that is being left out as a uh, further plot uh, thread. Oh, and then Maeve, I mean, through this episode... Maeve pulls Ma- off of The One. She pulls off a classic The One yeah. of just fucking uh, uh, holding up her hand and uh, making everybody stop. She basically is the Messiah character in this. Mm-hmm. She dies for everyone's sins. And yeah. her daughter and Akichita make it into the Great Valley Beyond. And then she starts... Uh, yeah, that that scene is gorgeous, where she just literally stops all the fighting. Oh, uh, yeah. And and here, here uh. are my exact notes. In all caps, Maeve. And then in all caps, all humans are fuckers. <laughs> we take very different notes. <laughs> it's true, though. Maeve! And also, all humans are fuckers. Her perfect memories flash before her eyes. And then Akachita, I really loved Akachita taking a hit, then crossing over into the valley beyond. And, and being like, like, my back feels amazing. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised we didn't. I Normally in this type of genre fiction, you get the one person who changes their mind and tries to head back and then realizes mm-hmm. they can't return. And that didn't happen with one person. I really wanted to see the like pounding on the like invisible barrier. <laughs> Not really something uh, that their body's been disposed in a ditch below them. He uses the uh, the very technical undelete. <laughs> yes. <laughs> please, please stop deletion. <laughs> uh, and he removes the what I'm going to call the encryption orb. Mm-hmm. And Bernard enters the elevator, wipes his hands on his pants, walks out of the elevator. And when he walks out, QA is putting down hosts. Elsie finds Bernard. So this is, you know, they triggered the fail safe. Let's get back to the Mesa. And Elsie, uh, I'm sorry, Bernard. There were other lives at stake too. Elsie, I have to give her credit for being very progressive in the hosts are people too. If they're sentient beings line of thinking, mm-hmm. just yeah. because we created them doesn't mean they're not also people, but then also, you're not in control. Ford buried so much bad code in you. And then she she pulls the host N-word on him. 
Yeah. How, oh, man. How would you ever really know what was you and what Ford programmed you to do? Almost as if free will is an illusion. And then she freezes all of his motor functions. Oh, man. Which is only yeah. okay and specifically outlined kink scenarios where there is a known safe word. <laughs> you are really outlining this uh, human host sex guide, uh, are you? It's consent is very important, Ivan. I don't know why you haven't considered it, frankly. <laughs> listen, listen. Any robot wants to fuck me, they're having a good time. <laughs> so Hale tries to pull Elsie in on this game. Uh, oh, you really think anyone's going to give a shit if it works? Which is the same thing they say about Movie Pass. <laughs> but also, like, we, we find out that Hale has read her file. Oh, and Elsie, Elsie tries to pull the classic, no, I'm a bad guy, too. I'm also a bad guy. <laughs> I wish you were the kind of person with moral flexibility that I need, but I've read your file. And then... And Bernard can't do anything because Elsie told him to stay in the chair. Oh, oh, man. That's why I always tell robots anytime I'm leaving a room, you get up and feel good about yourself. Get up and feel good about yourself. That's all anyone's asking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. And R.I.P. Elsie. Goodbye, Shannon Woodward. Man, they you just, were a great actress while you were alive. You were great. I'm glad I got a selfie with you on the press tour. <laughs> I'm sorry that Red made you take a selfie with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that happened. Also, uh, I'm, I'm very proud of your dad for his work on IBM's OS2. What? Yeah, no, that's a real thing that she mentioned during the Q&A in the San Francisco premiere. Oh my god, you fucking nerds. What? That's, I don't know why you're saying that. So, Bernard, I'm sorry, you were right. I should have listened. And then he's sitting in the chair, and he jacks into himself, and Ford appears. Humans think they have free will, but they're really just a titular line. <laughs> Wait, humans are a Westworld? The Passenger. The episode's called The Passenger. <laughs> Something to be truly free, one would need to be able to question their fundamental drives and change them. And change them. Unlike humans. What? I like that either because humans can change their fundamental drives if they put enough work and discipline into it can they though westworld really assumes that all humans are immutable all humans are biological machines ivan and not and not the coolest machines with free will oh so the robots have free will yes the humans i uh i just i feel like i need to get you and the nolans in a room with a few actual people just i think that you guys don't interact with enough actual human beings i think it's time that we all migrate to being machines the ones with true free will the real people i i don't you're uh, we're in we're in our proto you're gonna get san juniperoed we're both going to get san juniperoed and i'm gonna be trying to have fun and dance and fucking make out with Mackenzie davis and you're just gonna be like i'm a robot this is great yeah and and then high-fiving myself because that's all i've ever wanted Because there's multiple of you because it's a fucking uh machine world bernard strand and hale we get sorry i had to make a choice And, and you know what i knew that some shit was going to go down because it looked like it was too easy for the humans. Yeah, it was never... Yeah, I knew it wasn't going to end that easily. Bernard, I knew you'd discovery. So I scrambled my memories. This isn't the guest data. This is something else. I killed you, all of you. You said that already. I wish... 
Uh, this this show could get really monotonous if every time a character repeated themselves, uh, Skarsgård yelled out, you said that already. <laughs> Which, by the way, you should put that on the soundboard. And that's when we found out Hale is a host created by Bernard. Dun, dun, dun! Oh, and, and here's the thing. I would also like to make a robot Tessa Thompson. I'm just going to put that out there. I would also do the exact same thing in this scenario. If it was not, which it is would, make a robot Tessa Thompson. It wouldn't even require me needing to save my species. <laughs> no. In, in fact, I would be doing the opposite of saving my species. There is going to be no propagation of the species once me and that robot get alone. But why not? What, are, you, are you saying there can't be robot babies? Why couldn't robots get pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> Why can't robots get pregnant? Red, explain it to me. I'm pretty sure they can. <laughs> but you'll oh, have to wait to. I'm going to say season five. I'm going to say that's in, it. In, in what, 2028? 20, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. We're, we're going to be 70, if my math is correct. I, I can't. I can't. I have to assume that they're only going to do one more season. And Jonathan J. Nolan Jr. is going to make the series finale, which we're all going to love. <laughs> I have one new soul to take to the new world. And I was like, she's uploading the host to someplace they can't be lost. Usenet? Is she <laughs> Russian servers? <laughs> she, she's uploading the host onto the pirate bay. And then we get gunshot echoes where the guns aimed at Bernard. But as we've already learned, the brain cores are bullet resistant. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, and they don't show her actually shooting him in the brain. So we don't actually know what happens in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to rewatch that again because I, it really felt right. like something that would be explained if I was able to rewatch this episode immediately after watching it and before ah, the podcast about yeah, it. Yeah. After I've watched, again, all of season one and season two up, up through this point. Mm hmm. And then we get Ford and Bernard on a beach in a scene that I thought was the finale, and I would have been really mad if it had been the finale. Like, didn't mm -hmm. it? So it's Ford and Bernard on the beach. You did fine, my friend. I simply did what you told me to. I imagined you, but it wasn't you. It was me. And I was like, I hate this. This, this is the worst scene of the entire series. This is the worst scene possibly of television ever. It really is bad. You should never pull in a beautiful mind in modern genre fiction. And I was I was watching it, and I was I was literally like head in my hands, like I, uh, this has been so good up to this point, but I don't know how I'm going to defend this to Ivan. And then and like he has all this poetry. Like you don't need to. Ford suggests they will meet again where the waves conspire. There's all this poetic poetry. And then when it cuts to the scene on the beach with like the refugee tents, I was like, oh thank God, there's more. Oh thank God. <laughs> Oh no! If this was the last scene of the uh, season, uh, I would absolutely have punched out of this podcast and deleted all of our archives. <laughs> so the camp where people are rolling in, there's some really cool seaplanes in the background. There's one of those like weird hovercrafts that has like the two. I, I don't know. It's like it floats above the water. It's it's oh, a very man. cool thing. Uh, and what's really great is that. Charlotte Hale already acted like an evil robot person, so Dolores really doesn't have to do that much acting. <laughs> oh, and also something that uh, we, we hadn't gotten into a few episodes ago, and I'm not sure if we ever said on the podcast, the thing that they are using to check if people are hosts is actually mm -hmm. explicitly checking to see if they have C4 in their vertebrae. Mm -hmm. Which several yeah, hosts which is why that the the hosts who are manufactured to live in the outside world would not have that C4 in well, their vertebrae. The hosts that are pulled off of Russians' Usenet servers 
<laughs> do not. Do Which, not by the way, picture. by the way, fucking the man in black was right. <laughs> Which part? That wasn't his daughter. I mean, was it? Oh God, we still have to. Fi- uh, yeah, we, uh, I mean, there's we'll another person, but there. we don't know. We, we've already been introduced to host testing other hosts. We're, we're almost there. We'll get to it. So, uh, I, I, I love the Stubbs as a robot scene. It's so good. The old man hired me so long ago. I can barely remember. He made it very clear who I'm supposed to be loyal to. I guess you could call it. My core drive, winky emoji. He, he, I love the, the, how thick he's laying it on. I almost thought that he was like making fun of us, the viewer, <laughs> with it. And, but what do I know? I'm just responsible for every host. What do I know? I'm just a widow wobot. Every host inside the park. If you were to leave, Perhaps I wouldn't be responsible for you, thanks to this clear loophole that was left in here. God, I this oh, it's such a stupid, amazing show. I'm just happy that Stubbs is a good guy. The hosts. <laughs> He's a robot, which is good. Yes. We want all of the characters to be robots so we can root for them, because apparently right. humans... I think... By the way, isn't the entire reason that the computers decide that humans are garbage is because humans treat other humans like garbage? Well, also that they're predictable, that they're yeah. deterministic. Yeah, they're basically deterministic and self-defeating. Yes. As a species, which honestly, you nailed it. And then, <laughs> You the, got us there. I'm not, I'm not going to defend us. There, there's the awkward scene where Felix and Sylvester are discovered by their supervisor. <laughs> Can you geniuses handle that? <laughs> And they're, they're like, oh, God, we were just leading a revolution. I guess we can go back to being fucking clerks. Yeah, yeah. and then, they, uh, then they're like, uh, can, th- pick any robots that you want to salvage. And, and they immediately uh, pan to Maeve, so obviously... Maeve, Maeve, uh, Maeve, yeah, Maeve. Yeah, yeah Maeve's obviously, coming back. you know, Tandy, Brown, uh, Tandy Newton is coming back. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, just predict it right now. Are we or aren't we going to get Elise Sizemore bot? Oh, man. I would love it if more of the characters that we loved were recreated as bots, but I feel like the only one that we might see as a bot again is Elsie, because uh, I feel like season three is going to be uh, Bernard raising his X-Men of robots versus uh, Dolores' Brotherhood of Evil robots. Yeah. Which, yeah. I, I mean, to be clear, I'm extremely excited to watch. Oh, of course I'll watch that. Of course we're, we're going to do another season. Oh. sound like anything to me for that shit. Also, if you watch this on HBO Now, the, it shows you the episode description before you click on it, which is, you live as long as the last person who remembered you. And I was like, I'm perfectly happy to watch Coco now, if that's what we're doing. <laughs> oh, that mo- oh, fucking that movie killed me. <laughs> I finally watched it, and it's so fucking beautiful, even though I don't relate to the culture that much. <laughs> he built a place for us. A fighting chance. We're on our own new world. So we have, oh, and I love that. I love that she beamed Teddy into the Matrix. I yeah, love that. that's so adorable that we just see James Marsden's handsome face being like, "Whoa!" So we have Dale walking into Bernard's home, and of course, there is a person manufacturer in Bernard's home. They can make hosts in the real world. And then we have Dolores w- with a naked Bernard, which I read as a newly manufactured Bernard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Uh, Dolores, uh, the first thing she does is turn herself back into a white woman, which, ugh. But, yeah, she, uh, makes bodies for, uh, her and the other well, little, No, 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 uh, back up, back up a step. Because both, there is both a Hale body and yeah. a Dolores body. Yeah. So are they both Dolores? That's the thing. I don't know. I presume uh, when, so. When, uh, when, I, I assume when that what happened leaving... was, is, is Dale said i'm very horny right now and what would be great is if i could have sex with myself and evan rachel wood's body and now we have both Here's of them the thing i if i was put in the position i'd do the exact <laughs> yeah you can't blame them <laughs> but yeah uh when uh when dale is leaving uh westworld uh we're so shown that she is carrying a bunch of uh little uh, robot brain balls yeah she's got a little uh, robot in her purse brain balls. yeah uh so uh we know that one of those is uh, Arnold, uh, Bernard. Uh, so uh, there are what four others uh, that she uh, right could use to base uh, so, robots off of. So both Armistai, um, yeah. and I, I. I mean, I don't know who else she would. Who else was in her group? Hector Escaton. Mm-hmm. Um, Teddy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know who else. I don't know who else she's going to yeah. pull. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, and you know, Teddy, Teddy, I believe, is uh, out of the series. I don't believe that we are going to <sighs> see James Marsden again unless we go into where... Yeah, because uh, they they beam the host off of to another, you know, undisclosed location. Well, I know where to find James Marsden safe and happy, and that's as Liz Lemon's boyfriend in 30 Rock. <laughs> oh, he's such a fucking uh, handsome man. <laughs> so... There's that beautiful look of confusion on Bernard's face, just those furrowed brows one last time as he mm-hmm. sees his glasses and clothes. And Bernard goes into his home in the real world. He sees the tub he's been manufactured from. And we get a classic. He goes to the door, the door at the entrance of his property. He smirks and we only get to see his reflection and not the world he's walking into. Yeah. Oh, wow, Radiohead plays. Radiohead to the end, man. Radiohead to the end. And then there's some credits. And then we skip ahead to the very impactful post credit scene. Yeah. So, I, I, by the way, I, I love that he's like, I'm already in the thing, aren't I? Uh, <laughs> That's was, a good way to call it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, he walks in looking like a fucking Terminator robot. Hand gone. Hot, gun in his left hand. The forge is drained and mm. dusty. Emily's there, and Emily leads. So, yeah, if it's been a long time, this Emily is clearly a robot. But if it hasn't been a long time... It has been a long time. I mean... It's dusty. Dust doesn't just happen overnight. Well, we don't know how dusty, dusty it is. It has just Uh, been drained and destroyed, you you know. So, we don't know the exact timing of this, but, yeah. uh, In... A uh, man in black's daughter shows up uh, and is like, hey, fucking testing you because you're a robot. Well, also, like, it took him so, like, I assume, how long have you been here? When he says, I don't know, I don't know how the man in black at that point doesn't realize that he's a robot. Like, he has to. And, and of course, he even sits down in the seat that James Dalos occupied, that he, as William, sat across from him in the seat where Emily bought seats now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, so everybody's a fucking robot. He sits in James Dallas' seat. It's been a long time, William, longer than we thought. Also, I believe that Emily's 
brain is not Emily's actual memories. I believe it's master computer. I believe this is sort of the Logan. Oh, bot. you think this is the uh, well, well, watch it again? Being yeah, like- watch it again. She's very calm and very like she talks like she's the one who created him. Mm-hmm. It's it's sort of I the mean, same voice and tone. It might also be the situation that uh, Emily, uh, after the Man in Black died in the real world, uh, has been trying to make a copy of her father. That that is completely possible. But remember that the the master computer sort of sees itself as the author of all of these uh, copies oh, they've been creating. Yeah, very fair. So it's been a long time, William. The last step is to verify. Verify what? Fidelity. He a robot. Yeah, he's definitely a robot. He a robot. He a robot. And that's when he realized that being a robot isn't so bad, and that it's okay to shoot humans as long as you're a robot. <laughs> I think that that's the real lesson of Westworld. That's- Shooting humans is bad, unless you're a robot, in which case it's very good. Absolutely. And, and that... So how do you feel, now that we've completed it, about season Man. two... I feel like this is definitely the season where they leaned into it a lot more being an action show than a cerebral, uh, intelligent uh, science fiction show. I disagree. I think they 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 realized that they dropped too many clues and made it too transparent what was happening in the first season, and mm-hmm. they they added a layer of indirection this season so that you could get the that even the most savvy viewers could get the actual sense of surprise when the huge twist was dropped. And now we get to go back and rewatch season two and realize what a fucking masterpiece it is i'm so excited uh, i hate i hate that every nolan production always is a repeat viewing uh thing it's so good every single fucking time and do you know what's the best thing? i'm streaming it they're getting they, they know they know i'm streaming it they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna be able to model me just so off of, predictable just off of what programs i stream off of the internet but, what do you think the fucking algorithm is going to be God based on it. that's it's that's literally exactly only it based on your uh streaming viewing habits i absolutely loved this season i with the exception the the first episode of this season i found a little slow but in retrospect i'm excited to go back and watch it knowing what i know now all the super mario world blocks have been filled in and i can get out to all the secret levels buddy <laughs> you hit that switch buddy i can you get to the secret switch. levels uh, uh, all the little blocks float out I'm so excited. And uh, so this has been season two of It Doesn't Sound Like Anything to Me. Stay stay subscribed to this feed. This will be a Mm -hmm. Westworld-only feed. So we'll we'll drop new episodes when we've got new Westworld content for you. If you haven't, go back and listen to our season one coverage. Also, subscribe to Boards, Gore, and Swords. Starting next week, we're going to start doing some more of our What You Should Be Watching episodes, uh, including Killing Eve, which, Mm -hmm. spoiler... You should be watching. Um, mm-hmm. And also, that's going to be where our uh, Game of Thrones coverage comes out when the new season comes around, I believe, in 2080. Uh, by, by the way, did you look at the Rose Leslie, uh, Kit Harrington wedding uh, pictures? How did your parents meet? Well, we were miming cunnilingus. <laughs> it is on so set. adorable. And then that night we were like, hey, let's, let's try it without the fake. It's really incredibly cute how many cast members showed up. Oh, yeah. it's. I also love Rob. Just looked like a weird cokehead. Rob really came in looking like he was an Ibiza DJ. Yeah, but it was weird because I was just looking at a still image. But when I saw him in his kilt with his, like, fucking sunglasses, my computer went, dent, 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 And I was like, God damn. It was very adorable. It was good. So... Follow us, Boris Gorn Swords. Subscribe to that feed. Follow us on Twitter at Boris Gorn Swords. 
And we're so excited to have you listening mm-hmm. to us going into the future. Listen to this feed. Follow Ivan on Twitter at Ivan underscore Hernandez. And follow Red on Twitter at Red underscore Scott. Bye. See ya.